Uncle Sam podcast, y'all. Just talk with Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. But it's obvious, if y'all are listening, we, we never write this out. What's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a good one here uh, this week. My girl, Heather McDonald, will be stopping over. Yes, that Heather McDonald. You may know her from her podcast, the Juicy Scoop Podcast. You may know her from her books, as in two books. You'll never get blue balls in this town again in my inappropriate life. You may know her... From her coverage of the Housewives series of Bravo, the, pretty much all of Bravo Housewives, she she says something about all of them. She's been involved in a lot of projects, like too many to name. Look, go to her website, heathermcdonald.net, for all things Heather McDonald. Actually, she's coming here to Detroit on the twenty-first of November, doing some stand-up comedy. Um, it's it's awesome. She's going to be here. Then she, I think she goes to Chicago, then Indianapolis. Man, she all around. Go to heathermcdonald.net. You can catch up on all of her stuff. The Juicy Scoop Podcast. You can hear it on wherever podcasts can be heard. And, man, she's amazing. She gives us a little bit of her time this week. So, I feel great talking to her, but I do want, you know, I got to pay some bills. So, please. Anything relating to Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at our home at samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com is your home for everything revolving around the Just Talk With Sam podcast. It's all right there. So please go to samshownation.com. Um, right there on the homepage of current promotions page, click the donate button by hitting that donate button. I, this is you. You give whatever makes you feel like a good person to this podcast. This has always been a crowdsourced podcast, but this makes this podcast a bigger, better, greater podcast. So please go to samtronation.com, click the donate button, give whatever makes you feel like a good person. Uh, speaking of the podcast, you can wear and show your love for the podcast. You can always go to samtronation.com and you, yes, you can hit the Just Talk With Sam store. You get all your Sam Show Nation swag. Just Talk With Sam podcast swag there. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers, whatever you want to use to go through your daily life, it's all right there at samshownation.com. Hit the store link. Speaking of the podcast, you can go right there at samshownation.com. You hit that podcast button by hitting the podcast link. I guess that's samshownation.com. You know you can catch up over all your favorite podcasts. It's all right there. If you listen to it right there, uh, maybe you binge. Maybe you want to listen to them in a row. You listen to them however you listen to podcasts. We're currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. It's all right there. And my Apple people, one thing I love, if you did it, you can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right then and there. It's all right there. So go to applepodcast.com. It's like, oh man, we really like this podcast. Five stars. Oh man, I hate this podcast, but I wish you made, you know, shut up and let, you know, Heather McDonald talk. Five stars. 
you can do it all right there. So please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right there. Um, we got a few sponsors this week, and then we can jump right into this podcast. The first sponsor is the good folks at Reebok. Reebok wants you to go to samtronation.com, click the current promotions page. By going to Reebok, if you go right now, it's a limited time only, you can get Reebok seasonal steals. Whether that be walking shoes, whether that be training shoes, whether that be running shoes, it's all right there. And for $24.99. The only thing we ask you to do is go to samtronation.com. You click that Reebok button and put in the promo code STEAL, S-T-E-A-L, at checkout. And you, yes, you can get great shoes, great seasonal steals for $24.99. It's all right there. So please go to samtronation.com. You click that Reebok link. And get it to go and get to walk and get go wild beyond everything you can do. You can trend, you can walk, you can train. We are in the building months here. You know, summer vibes, it's summer vibes. You can do it that way. But get some steals on some perfectly good seasonal steals at SamShowNation.com. Click the Reebok button. Put in the promo code STEAL at checkout. The next sponsor is good folks at Groupon. Groupon has sales for the occasion. Look, we're getting around that time. Christmas is right around the corner. And, you know, the holiday season. You love people. You got to get them some gifts. And what they want you to do is go to samshownation.com. If you go to samshownation.com, you, yes, you can save on a lot of things like right now they have this one day only sale up to 75% off everything that they need everything that you could need whether that be activities whether that be beauty whether that be spa whatever it is up to 75% off and that's just the tip of the iceberg so please go to groupon.com whether that be goods whether that be services whether it be things to do in your neighborhood Groupon got you covered. The only thing we actually do is go to samtronation.com. You click that Groupon link. Shops you normally would. We all like to save money, especially around this time of year. And the best way you can do it is go to samtronation.com. Click that Groupon link. And lastly, certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all, Amazon.com. Right there on the homepage of samtronation.com and the current promotions page, there is a uh, Amazon banner and when you click that Amazon banner one thing I want you to do is put in Heather McDonald in the search bar I'm pretty sure she appreciate it and it's all right there you can catch up her comedy special I don't mean to brag you can get one of her books my inappropriate life you can get the audio book um, um, another book she wrote you'll never get blue balls in this town again you can get the audio book to that you can get a lot of stuff from Heather McDonald so please put in Heather McDonald. You can check out her stand-up. It's all right there. So please go to samtronation.com. You click that Amazon banner. Amazon got everything from A to Z. But today, I'm pretty sure my guest will love it if you got all things Heather McDonald. Speaking of all things Heather McDonald, I'm going to play a little clip of her comedy. This is um, from... This is from I Don't Mean to Brag. You can get this on Amazon. I just hit that. And then we're going to jump into this podcast. See you in a scene. I be able to do stand-up 15 minutes from my house because most weekends I have to fly and travel. And people always say, God, don't you hate that, having to travel every weekend? I actually don't mind it at all because I do this thing when I go through TSA security. I suggest you guys try it. Um... I leave a little quarter in my pocket. <laughs> Ever happened to you? It's kind of nice. Let me just tell you. The Dikey TSA officer is like, excuse me, miss, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to swipe you. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you mind if I do the other side? No, I don't. No, I... <laughs> is that an underwire bra you're wearing? I don't know. Is it? Is it? Uh... It's just nice, you know, to be touched <laughs> for a long flight because um, I'm married, so I have to pay people to touch me. And... Uh... <laughs> So like the first thing I do whenever I'm on the road is I book a massage 
And last weekend I was in San Diego and I got this massage and the guy did it so good. He just totally worked out all the knots, you know, in my breasts. And then, <laughs> but then he was like, you know, you should start getting massages on a weekly basis because you're still just carrying a lot of stress in your vagina. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I had no idea that there were toxins in there, but thank you for releasing them, Raul. You know, you are the professional. I didn't go to school for it, so who am I to judge, you know? Yeah, so I have been married 13 years. Thank you. Happily for six. Just some ups and downs, but you know what? I made a promise to God, and I plan on going to heaven, and the rest of you can fuck off, okay? Because I'm on the list. I'm on the list. No, I, uh... I do feel kind of like right now in America, like the most celebrated woman is the divorced woman. You know, everyone's like, good for her. She kicked it to the curb and she lost all that weight and single mom's club. And that's all well and good. But what about the woman that stuck with a fat fuck for 35 years? You know? Why is she getting any props? I mean, isn't she kind of like the unsung hero of America? I mean, come on. I was watching this thing on the news and uh, I love it when they do those stories when the soldiers come home, you know, and there was this... Marine, and he came home and he surprised his son on the football field. And then they said, and earlier in the day, his wife greeted him at the airport. And she was not a bad-looking woman, so I don't mean to sound like a bitch, but she showed up in like a greasy ponytail and an ill-fitting sweatshirt. I'm like, really? Your hot Marine just did 18 months in Afghanistan. Like, you can't get a blowout and slap on some lip gloss? Come on! No wonder our soldiers come out home depressed. It's like, God, step it up, wife. Seriously. My husband fixed the water pressure on our kitchen sink and I blew him. That's what I'm doing for America. Okay? He's not killing terrorists, making it safe for us to live, you know? But it was really drippy and then it was really strong. And I just wanted him to know that I appreciated it because it really made a difference. My husband, I love him, but he's cheap. And I want to tell the girls that are maybe dating someone who's cheap or you're newly married, it doesn't matter how well you do. If your husband is cheap, he's cheap for life. It's a genetic gene. I figured it out. My husband and his sister and his mother are all carriers. There's nothing you could do about it. You just got to roll with it to make the life, you know, better. And, uh, but there is a price that if your husband is like mine and insists that you share a fountain drink at a Panda Express... Why would you buy two? I mean, they're like $1.73. What are you, crazy? No one's going to say anything when you fill it up twice and ask for two straws. I mean, okay, fine. You know what? The kids are going to college. Whatever. Be frivolous. Lose the house. So, if your husband insists that you share a fountain drink at a Panda Express, ladies, there's an excellent chance that he will never spend a grand on a hooker. I'm just saying. Let's look on the bright side. And let's keep these families together. Can we do that for America? Can we... We have three kids, and uh, the other day, we wanted to do something fun together as a family, so we decided to go to Chipotle. And, um, but the problem was my husband had two coupons, but you're only supposed to use one per family. So we had to pretend like we weren't a family. I swear to God. I wish I was making this up. I went with my daughter. We waited for like a stranger or two to come behind us. And then as we're going through the burrito line, we're like, don't look at each other, you know? And then we sat at two different tables just doing something together, but not really together. And then my son forgot, and like halfway through the burrito bowl, like tried to tell my daughter something, and she's like, No, Drake, we're not supposed to know each other. What dad did was illegal. He's going to be arrested. We're going to go to jail. He's going to lose the house. No. Like, nice childhood memory. The girl is going to have, like, post-traumatic stress disorder every time she sees some salsa now. Great. Then my husband said to me, he goes, um, so this box of condoms is about to expire, so you want to do something about it or what? I'm like, I don't know. I'm so wet right now. I don't know if I can control myself. When you talk to me like that, so sexy. All right, and we back. That was comedy from my guest that I'm about to go see. Heather McDonald. Well, she's about, well, let me rephrase that. She's about to call in. Speaking of people we ain't seen in a while. You got me like bashing Z now. Like, I love Z, man. I love that show. How can you not love him? I want to have a sit down with him real quick. Who don't? Because uh, Z can't talk. He get, he get, when he get into a groove, he starts stuttering. And I love DJ Abadi because they got this stutter button. Every, every goddamn time they catch him. Bash, don't change. 
Um, yeah, I need Bash to change. Does he know anything about Earth, Wind, and Fire yet? He's been learning. Yeah. You, you got to keep up with him. Why? Where's your mic? You're supposed to be. The, right there. Yeah. It's not about even some water. That's why. There we go. But hold on. Before I go to my guest, I want a person you ain't seen in a while. Give you your propers. Like we've done roughly three or four podcasts. Know you? I've been no, known, it's me. know you. Like we had like at the start of every podcast, and BK's on assignment, and I gotta like do that thing where I'm just like, "Yep, he sure is." Well, I'm about to get the hell out of here. While you on assignment, I've been on my Gail King. Ah, I've been on my oh Katie Curry. If we about to talk about what I think, we but oh no, no I, well, we don't have enough time. We will get into. Like there's enough liquor here for us to talk well, after the show. That's why so I'm not doing second. that. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. First of all, <clears throat> no one can hear you. First of all, no. I don't. No one can hear you. Her name is Jail King, and you will call see? her such. See. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Opus Ram thinks I'm innocent. <laughs> Was that not the funniest? Oh my dude? God. That that is like my favorite SNL. Uh, next to Dave Chappelle's opening monologue. Look, we gotta do a look. We gotta do one with just us. I know I've been on my gal. I've been on my interviewee, Mick interview guy lately. A lot of people been following through here. Our current guests included Heather McDonald. So um, we gotta set aside one somewhere in the middle of all this around Thanksgiving time, I guess, where we sit down because you doing the Thanksgiving cast. We may have to. Or somewhere around that time, around that, that like time. that Wednesday, or the Wednesday before. Okay, cool. Yeah, you you come say that would be the perfect time because there will be up. no room in my kitchen in laws. Yeah, and myself and I can I, I, I can have to leave my house and nobody would know I was gone. And if if you want to, you're gonna dress while you was on assignment. You're gonna and that goes back to me. I need to know who the hell you're talking about. Okay, let's do this. And I'm not editing this. I want you to just follow me on this because I'm not going to out you. Come on. Something has happened to you in the last, I don't know, three podcasts in which stopped you from being here. I had a baby. You sure did. You sure did. I literally did. You sure did, and and and, and, and I'm gonna say something right now. I see the look oh, you, you just made. Oh, you just want to air it out? I, I, see, I, I see the look you made to me. See, uh, see, see. Now we gotta think. Yes, about I did. I carried that. Now let's do this. Hold on, I got, this. I got this. First of all, this is why I hate you. Oh, this podcast. But nigga, you, you know wanna, what you just did? You don't want to ask any questions. You know what you just? You could have said, said no. I said follow me. I'm following you. You didn't, because you know what you did? You just put a sledgehammer in the next Wednesday's podcast, and now I gotta work. Now I gotta like type up some but shit. Then how you make your money? It's your podcast. You gotta work anyway. Thank you. You just how you make your money. Until it becomes just talking with Sam and Tasha. Visit change.org to sign that petition. I don't. Then it is what it is. Alright. Visit what? Just talking with Sam and Tasha. No, no, it was more you said today. Change.org. Change.org petition. I, I don't. I, I will I, sign I that shit against, out of spite. I against it. I'm gonna do it. Oh. I will. Wait, I will, wait, wait, wait. I will. I will say this. I whatever say I got to do. This guest, Heather McDonald, is way more in your wheelhouse than mine. Mine's or Brandon's? Oh, he's he's just gone. He's I have no idea who that is. is. Why? Because she's a lady. No, her claim to fame is Chelsea Lately. After Lately, Real Housewives. Oh, you know I like Chelsea lately. Chelsea, oh, Chelsea, I, Chelsea uh, I what's her name? I like her. None, none okay. to get. But what I'm getting at is way closer to you. I love her because she saved my ass a few times dealing with mm-hmm. you and yo um, bullshit. I was going to say Fritz, but you could pick and choose what words you want to use in that sentence. Which one fits better? Depending on who you are, in that situation. I'm talking. I to mean, you. when you say friends. Uh, here we go. Now you go start some Real Housewives stuff. On when you say friends, now one of those mealy my girls go listen to this. What does she mean by that, Sam? I never did agree with the uh, title of that show in the first place. I mean, all, all the housewives got jobs, so I guess they're not really housewives. So, but. well, that's why I'm gonna start the Real Housewives of Detroit. Oh, hurry up! They just Ooh. got Salt Lake. City. You gonna start it? Everybody get Cardi's. 
First episode. No. <laughs> I, I I hate all of these shows as it is. The women first are beautiful. I just hate everybody. the shows. Everybody went first. Real Housewives or reality wait, TV. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, reality wait. TV ain't never been reality TV. Let's do this. That's not reality. That's let's, bullshit. Let's do this. Let's do this. So the house, Real Housewives of Detroit. But y'all cost me some more money. Because our guests will be talking. If I invited your wife to be a part of you, would tell her no. I'm sorry, what that? If, you, if your wife got invited to be a part of the Real Housewives of Detroit, you wouldn't let her be a part of it? I would vehemently be against it. However, mm-hmm. I know my wife, she would jump at the opportunity. I would just hate it to death. I would dog y'all. I, I would talk so much shit. I, 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 I would boycott. There'd be a glimpse of him in the I back and boy- the camera. Just, just mean mugging the camera. Just a mean <laughs> Just like a face that says, this is bullshit. All you're going to see is Sam Long Arms in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be me doing this. <laughs> I would be pissed because it's like, no. all these good ass ideas. I can't I can't talk about them. That should be your podcast show, though. Well, I, I real also have Detroit. Detroit. It's all right. It's all right. Take it. I Detroit. Yes, there no. there is. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Is it Bravo sanctioned? No, I want to make that plain. So, okay, all right, guys, you're causing me so much money at this point, and I'm just I'm just looking at this. All right, we got Heather McDonald. I think right he's now. making up some bullshit to say for her not to do it, which I am for. Okay, but I just think that's what it was. That's all. We I got think. Heather McDonald comes, who's coming off a plane from BravoCon. Okay. Now, I'm not sure who. So this is our shot. Okay, hour. Before you do it, I just want to see what. Okay, go ahead. Before I do anything, I just want to do this. I want to give a quick shout out to my buddies Bash and Z at the Act Accordingly podcast. Because when I go to these locations, I've been on Miguel King, I've been interviewing, I've been doing some stuff, and see what I came back home to. You will see some extra interviews. It's just like at this point, go to samfoundation.com. Just talk with Sam, no G, talking at gmail.com if you want to be interviewed because I see this is what I got to put up with. Heather McDonald new- is an um, yeah. act, uh, a the, comedian? I, yeah. It's, it's almost, oh, that's different. It's almost if she's like, a comedian, she's different. I don't know who she was. If it's different, then she's beautiful. It's almost so it's like, like you didn't hear me a minute ago. Look, well, I didn't say she was. It's comedian. almost. Well, it's almost. Nigga, he said she was a comedian. Either way, so, shout she's out. She's a my comedian. Guys. Is even better. Bash and Z at Act Accordingly podcast. Yeah. Mainly because those are my guys. Like I try to put them on. God, I want that crossover podcast. Because I want to just look out. DJ M80. He he's in a tier. You y'all podcast. should do your podcast and their podcast at the same time. I've said that, yeah, but it may happen. They, they got their thing. We we working it out. We wanted to do it like one of them, was it Chicago Hope, Chicago Fire, Uh like where you got to listen to one person podcast, then you get the second part somewhere else at their podcast. We'll be over here or over there all damn day, and we drink, so you know what? we might get kicked out. Hold on. I believe, because I rocks with DJ M80. Like, here's what, they they got AJ and DJ M80. Which is my new favorite. They're producers of the show. So you kind of got to like work our, whatever the hell we are, we got to like crowbar that into theirs. But they come over here, you get like Tasha. Which, like, you, you was here last time they was here, and then was kind of like the thing. I enjoyed that very much. I enjoyed it a shit ton. But I'm just saying, like, the different Not to mention, elements. I ain't seen Z or, or, or a band since I left. So it was good, man. Because I'm just going to look at them. And it's funny. Because I have questions. The thing about it, we'll make that thing that, um, I kind of want to call it a reunion. So special is that okay. they remembered like everything from that day. Like the mm-hmm. initial day when the party, and then I was leaving. They remembered everything. They even asked about my grandmother. But now what's even cooler about this is, yeah. if you listen to Act Accordingly Podcast, it carries on. Because, like, let's say you put... It's funny, because even that your podcast we did over here, it's almost as if we picked up from that day. Yeah. All it does is, like, I was 12 years later. Like, nothing Everything. Happened. Like, like if and you say something are, over the, here... That's good people over there. That's, that, why, that's, that's how you know you got good people. We could pick up from the last time we saw yeah. each other and then carry on like nothing happened. Granted, I have been somewhere everywhere. Mm-hmm. Some, <laughs> for real. And the only thing you had to say was... You got big. Yep. <laughs> that was it. But now, I don't. What I love about the Act Accordingly podcast because, and this is in no way, shape, or form 
They're doing their own thing. They, I, I saw their new logo. Oh, they, they do. They doing some great stuff over there. Okay, we got. We got now to, we got to take a shot if you want to. Now here, hold on, wait, wait. I, I want to give my boys their props because so they got the logo. They they start like really. We talk about Bash, right? Yeah, Zee, who are Bash yeah, and Z. Yeah, they like really coming into their own. Give me props. Absolutely, give me props. So now since they're coming to their own, they're and I'm I'm saying this with love. I'm not saying it's to belittle them or anything like that. They have. They're not a companion podcast. That makes sense. Like with a companion podcast, it's sort of like this. Because of who we are, talk about you. Yeah. Okay. We I I love them. They get props to me every show. Right. But it's it's not a a we're spinoff. From these guys, no, they went off and did their own. Oh no, I never thought that, that. That's what I'm getting at. That's what no, I'm getting no. at. But now I, I'm I seeing thought. it. I think if you listen to them and then listen to you, it's like a it's like a bounce back. You going back and forth. I don't want to say it's a 180, but maybe like a. It's two different worlds. It's two different yeah, worlds because they sober. So, but we talk about the same. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's still good. But act accordingly, podcast. So speaking of podcasts, I'm looking at my phone right now. Do you Lighten do. up. Let's do it. Let's do it. My girl from Let's do the it. Juicy Scoop Podcast herself. Let's do it. Nobody gonna help me with this. This is me solo talking to Heather the guy. Yes, sir. Until I'm that change that or petition uh, petition goes through, it is you by yourself. Wow. You gotta learn how to say the word. I might be the only one. Alright, let me answer this phone. Let me answer this phone. That's your phone, nigga. Alright, here we go. Hello. Hey Heather, how you doing? Sam. Good, good. Hi. Hi. Hey, uh, thanks for being patient. I just stepped out, grab a coffee real quick. But if you're ready, let's just jump right into the podcast. Yeah. Great. All right. Hit the button. We're recording. This is it. This is the podcast. Um, cool. I want to thank you so much um, for, A, just doing my podcast. I know you're here at the Majestic Theater on Thursday. And, yeah. And I want to thank you for... Um, two reasons not just doing my podcast which i am like slobberingly grateful for anyone who does my podcast um but i have been a fan of yours since i listened to you on jay moore's podcast more stories oh yes that was so fun which ultimately led to me listening to juicy scoop and oh good i can i can say this because um on the podcast every now and then my wife hosts juicy scoop right i mean excuse me my wife hosts the podcast right yeah. And thank and with me, thanks to Juicy Scoop, I am an awesome person to like her she with her friends. I they call me like this housewives whisperer, but all I'm really <laughs> doing is repeating everything you just said off Juicy Scoop. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> And with that, I want to just thank you because, like, how many things she's given me in the car, in the car, she's looking at me like, who are you? Because I'm not really the greatest housewife guy. I'm not really Bravo-centric, if you will. Yes. But I listen to Juicy Scoop, so I'm like, uh, um, by proxy, an expert because you're awesome. And I believe you just came back from BravoCon. I did, and you know, I think what kind of makes my show special is that a lot of people don't watch the shows and they still enjoy it because even if I'm describing an episode or what's going on, I just sort of relate it to like where it could relate to anyone's life because it is real life, you know, like a fight or a breakup of a marriage or whatever. So, um, yeah, I just came back from BravoCon and I'm so glad I went. I mean, it was really, it really was done so well. It was like such a like classy event. There were so many fun, cool things for people to do. Like there was this housewife museum with their reunion dresses and like funny things. And then there were like, you know, it was just besides the panels and stuff, there was just a lot to do throughout the three days or how many days you went. So I think it's definitely going to continue and be bigger, much bigger next year. Oh, my prediction. I mean, I mean, once again, not really my thing, but I get how important it is to those who love Bravo and love the shows that come with it. And I, I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. As a guy who's kind of sort of on the fringe of all that type of stuff. Yeah. I, I totally understand. But I wouldn't, 
I would be remiss if I didn't say anything in this podcast where I didn't thank you for saving my ass countless times with with my wife's friends, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm, and I'm just like verbatim yeah. <laughs> repeating after you. Also, just a side congratulations, thank you because they went. What was it? Uh, we went to this seafood place not too long ago, and then I was like, you know what would go good with that? A buttery chardonnay, and then they were like, what is that? And then I look like a hero once again. Quoting you. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. Thank you. Um, but my journey outside of uh, more stories, which ultimately led me to Juicy Scoop, I used to watch, I don't know, well, you probably did so much, you probably forgot about this. Nick Jr.'s Mom's Night Out. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. That's when that was like one of the first sets I've seen you do, and then since you know those two, I've been working retroactively because my kid left on Nick Jr. and like what was it like at eight or eight thirty? If you it was like it was like about an hour of comedy, and you were one of the um, people on there, and I really yeah. like your stuff, and just start following your story a little bit, like. You started comedy right after college. Now, this is a story. Please correct me if I'm wrong. You started co- uh-huh. comedy after college, and then you got fired, and then you invited the person that fired you to see your set. Yes, that is. You got it right. I was at like the first, you know, one of those first jobs you get out of school that you know are like a corporate job. But I was so excited to get it because you know it was enough I could live on my own and. You know, I had medical insurance, so I'm like, I'm going to be a responsible person. I'm going to take this boring job. This is what, you know, so I went to college, even though I always had aspirations and I always was doing the plays and being funny and doing musicals. And, you know, we even had like a agent when we were little kids since we lived just outside of LA. And, um, but I was just like, oh, it's just so hard. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to ever try. I'll just do this. And then, yeah, then they fired me and it was, it was great because I had just started to take like a little stand-up comedy class. And at the end of the class, like six weeks, you know, you have like a, almost like a little show like you would for like your kid's recital or whatever. With stand-up and um, so I invited the HR person and it made her feel so much better that she was firing me that I was going on to other things. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> That's awesome, but they say, like, we wish you the best in your future endeavors. Your future endeavors was like, hey, 8 o'clock tonight, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then from there, you took off, and then you took some time off a little after you got married. What made you want to get back in comedy? Usually when people take time, it was like the kiss of death. One thing about I noticed about comics is the only job you kind of forget how to do it in two weeks if you don't do it. Yes, I mean, I definitely, um, I guess, you know, that's what kind of happened is I sort of, well, I actually, I got this, like, TV deal, and my manager was like, hey, don't don't go out and do stand-up for a while, because I just don't want you to, like, not do well, and then they're like, how did this girl get this deal or something, And which was horrible advice, but I was like, okay, you know, and then more and more time went by, and I was still, like, in the business, like, I was you know, auditioning and getting little jobs here and there and then, you know, writing on some projects and stuff, but I wasn't doing the stand-up and I didn't miss it at all. I really didn't because I lived far from the clubs and I was married and I had a stepdaughter and all that. And then when I started watching Last Comic Standing is when it made me really miss it and want to do it. And I'm like, oh, now I'm like married with a child. I would, I'd have to and then, um, and then right out of the blue, this girl that used to put these all-girl shows together that Chelsea would do a lot too, she called me and she's like, I can't believe you quit stand-up. And I'm like, I, did I? And she's like, well, it's been like seven years. I'm like, I guess you're right. And um, I'm like, well, I'm actually working on some material. And she's like, you want to do my show in August? And that's kind of the way my whole life works. Like, I have to have a deadline. I have to have something that's going to hold me accountable to doing it. Mm-hmm. Not just me saying, okay, I'll go on Tuesday or whatever. Like, I knew, okay, now I'm committed to doing this. I'm going to invite some people. And um, I just did really well coming back into it. And then I was like, okay, now I'm on the groove. Now I'm in the groove of doing stand-up again, of building on a set and perfecting jokes and getting comfortable again. And... Um, yeah, and then shortly after that, about like eight or nine months after that is when the Chelsea Lately opportunity came up. 
and I submitted for that and then got that show and you know thought it was going to last for three months and it lasted seven and a half years and, yeah. and it was just such the most fun I've ever had like working with people it was just the best one thing I always wanted to know I mean like when you worked on Chelsea lately and I have dealt I, I have had talked with people who've been on um well, pretty much after lately, your after lately character. Uh huh. Yeah. Granted, those are heightened versions of yourself. Do people actually get you mixed up with your after lately persona? I mean, you know, it was so long ago, and I think no, yes, a little bit. I think that they did, and that's why when I started the podcast. I would get a lot of people saying, I'm going to be honest, you know, I used to watch Chelsea lately and I didn't really like you that much on that show. I didn't know any of the stuff about you. And I'm like, God, I was on for seven years. I was on the panel like a couple times a month. I was doing sketches and I'd written two books, but not until the podcast did people like really get to know who I am as a person, my point of view and, um, like no other medium, you know? And so, yes, we there were heightened versions of ourselves, so it was like I was kind of like, I mean, literally under the poster it said the fame whore. That's what they called me, you know? And I'm like, really, you know? I had the same friend since I was six years old. I don't really think I'm a fame whore, but whatever. But, you know, I went along with it, and everybody went along with it. But everybody didn't really like their label. Like, I think Sarah's was like the slutty one. I mean, do you imagine that on a poster today? Yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, I mean, it was, you know, and then, you know, and it, it, like, but everything, you know, Chris was a playboy and Jen was like the angry one and she didn't like that. But it was, you know, it was really, the only it was one, a really fun show to do. If huh? you sit back and think about it, the only one who got off light was Josh. The only one who kind of got right. off, yeah, their character kind of where you just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, since then, you've worked on a lot of different projects, or during then, actually. When you see your audience, can you look at your audience and say, like, oh, okay, this person knows me from the podcast. This person knows me from Malcolm in Metal, White Chicks, Drake and Josh, etc. Like, can you kind of, like, differentiate your audience since it's been so so much time between Chelsea and now you've done other things? Can you just kind of, like, pick and choose where they know you from? No, I mean, I think most people that are, like, going to see me in Detroit um, are familiar with me from those things, from Chelsea, from stand-up, and from the podcast. But there are a lot of people that will come up to me after and be like, that was so funny, I remember you from Chelsea, and then I'll say, do you listen to podcasts, and then they get all embarrassed. No, but I will now, and I'm like, that's fine, that's great. You know, and then that's why I, I also, when I do stand-up, I, like, tell my podcast audience, like, you can invite, you know, invite your husband, invite your friends, because the, the stand-up that I do on stage, it's not as reality show-based as some people might think the podcast is. It's, like, more about just life in general and what's going on in the world and my personal life and marriage and dating and kids and all that. So it's very, very relatable, not political, not male-bashing. Like, so sometimes I, you know, so that, yes, I think... That's what it is. But the majority of the people now buying the tickets do listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. But one thing I do, yeah. love, I, I do love about your fans because I've been fortunate enough to see you do stand up, and just going to one of your shows. I was one of those people who kind of had that stigma. It was like, oh, it's just, and excuse me, like the typical audience of uh, just ladies and gays. It just, that's, yes. that's what I thought. And then I came in, I saw your material, and it's very relatable, and it's something that everyone can take from this. One thing I will say about your audience, though, I will say this. Maybe it was my night, maybe it was my experience. Here's one thing I did learn from your audience. They, if push comes to shove, they will drink you under the table. I don't know yes. what it is. <laughs> they will. And, but that's good. Everyone's out having a good time. And it was just, it was just kind of like a, I want to say, lack of a better term, like a tailgating experience. But, you know. Yes, it's, yeah. it's um, what's great about my audience, and this is the thing I'm always so proud of, is like at the end of a weekend, like if I do three nights at a comedy club, the staff and everybody is like, that was the best weekend. Oh my God, your audience is so nice. They bought the better alcohol. They tipped well. You know, they were pleasant. They were on time. The show started on time. 
like those kind of things that you know sometimes you don't see in a normal comedy club and I bring in an audience that is not necessarily a comedy going audience I got to introduce them to a lot of comedy and so um, it's it's sort of a Bravo audience too you know and mm -hmm. so it's it's still majority of women, but I've told them, like, you know, they would say, oh, I, I'm coming to your show, like, you're right me. I'm dragging my husband. And I'm like, you're not helping the cause if you're saying <laughs> that you're dragging your husband. Hey, I'm, trust me that your husband will have a good time. I'm like, if your husband got tickets for you and he to go see Chris Rock, you'd be so excited. Exactly. So why do you think that your husband won't be thrilled? Because, because I'm a woman, you're afraid you're going to be on edge that I'm going to, like, you know, mail bash him. I can see why in this climate. And, I, you know, and some of the uh, more popular, more famous female stand-up, that is a big part of their act. So it's like, but that's not me. So, um, and the guys love it. And straight guys, gay guys, whatever. Everybody that comes loves it. I get a lot of, like, mother daughters and sisters and you know people that all kind of share the same they share the podcast together talk about it together so it's just really been the greatest thing for for the live shows has been the success of the juicy Scoop podcast for sure speaking of the podcast i'm a podcaster like you a podcaster i would ask two questions the first one i would be crucified if i did not ask this question because when we kind of put it out there that we could be talking to you it's just this question came up a lot alright you wrote white chicks will there be a white chicks too well okay first of all I was working on another project with the Wayne's brothers that was going to be like a, another type of scary movie but it was going to be a parody of alien movies and then I think the Weinstein brothers or something kind of like I don't know we're doing something similar so we wrote that whole movie and it got shelved. Meanwhile, they had sold the idea of white chicks. Um, and I was at their offices and I saw like the, the paper, you know, that said that they'd sold a show about these girls in the Hamptons kind of based on Nikki and Paris Hilton. And I was like, can I please write on this one? I'm like, don't you at least need one white chick consultant? Like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, great, you know. So they kind of already had like the whole story and then I joined for many weeks and um, or a couple months in like shaping the scenes and the characters and coming up with different ideas and saying like, so basically like one scene I was really responsible with creating and writing was when they're trying on the clothes. And so they're like, okay, write up that scene and then, um, and, and I was like, they were like, we're hoping to get you, but when you're in Canada, when they film in Canada, they have to use so many people from Canada. And they called like that, like the, like just a couple hours before, and they're like, okay, can you come tomorrow? We were able to get it that it can be you. We have, you know, we've used enough Canadian actors. We can now have you come. And so that was really great that I got to be in the movie as well. And so I went out there twice, once to like help with like punch up and then the next time to go and film those scenes. And um, so I love it. I mean, I keep in touch with the producer, Rick Alvarez and, and Marlette. And, you know, I'm like, if this ever happens, I better be able to consult or punch it up or write it because I have really good ideas for it. But, you know, I don't know if they'll do it again because the guys, Sean and Marlon, they literally slept like two hours a day. I mean, it was, they would finish at like 1 a.m. and then their call time was like at 3 or 4 a.m. for makeup. Like, it was just, wow. I think it was like the most brutal thing. Now, I don't know if today maybe it would be a little easier. I think it would be amazing. I, I can't believe, like, whole new generations, like my kids' age are watching it. They love it. So, I mean, I think it could be really funny. Um, my only concern is in this day and age would people find it somewhat like making fun of transgender people or something, which it's, it wasn't, you know, that, that it's a classic theme of a movie, that some like it hot to be, mm -hmm. a bunch of movies about how men have to pretend to be women to solve a crime or get a job or whatever. And um, that's really what the genre was, you know? And so I, but so, I think today enough people really want it that it would be really successful. But it's just, you know, they all have so many different projects going. Um, so who knows? Well, we'll but see. But hopefully if it happens, I'd like to be part of it for sure. 
Well, we'll see. But one thing I, yeah. I want to do, like I said, it was two questions. One, that was the main one. This one, I'm, I'm kind of on this camp right here. If we didn't ask you, I, I listen to Juicy Scoop. I know who I'm talking about. Heather, you are the reality whisperer. You, you call The Bachelor. You call Meghan Markle's dress for the royal wedding. I mean, we're going to give you your props because you did that. Thank now, you. now, I mean, I want to, I want to just put it on record that you did. There are others who was like, well, no, you called it. Now, yeah. I know you are a USC alum. Yeah. We saw what happened for with Huffman. Can you call right. how the Lori Lachlan thing shakes out? I definitely think that she and her husband are going to do some time and. For some reason, I think that, the, for not for some reason, I think the husband was more involved. I think he's the one that pushed it a little bit more. He's the one that has the email or something saying, like, to his accountant, I worked the system. I think that he will get, like, like four years, but do two. And I think she will get two years and have to do, like, eight or nine months. You heard it here first. You heard, well, not first, but you heard it here. And you heard it first on your podcast, I mean, but I just want the record, yeah. multiple outlets to say that you called it. If it shakes shakes out that way, you will get a very congratulatory tweet from me. And I want, I want to do that. But one thing I want to know, um, you, when you talk about celebrities and you, you are the reality whisperer, how do you feel being a celebrity transformed your life better worse and different um well i mean the little bit of fame that i have is just very it's great because it's not it's not like i can't go out it's just like a little perk once in a while and that's always really fun and um going to BravoCon this weekend was great because all those people were juicy scoopers and they recognized me so I loved every second and they were all so nice yet I was also there to be a fan of of the stars of the, of the network so it was great and it's like I don't have an ego about it so I'm like happy to you know happy to be a part of it um yeah I don't you know once there's never been a negative the only thing I say is a little bit of a negative sometimes being the the little bit of fame that I have sometimes keeps me from being the bitch I sometimes believe I deserve to be, like in a customer service situation. Like, I will never, like, you know, get mad at somebody or freak out because you always, someone's always filming. But there's times where, like, someone is not doing a good job. But what if you're justified? You're That's like, what I was going right. to say. Yeah. What if you're justified? Huh? I said, what if you're justified in your complaint? I don't think it's worth it. Because it's like the way people, there's always these things like, what celebrity have you seen that was rude, you know? And it's like, God, you don't know what that person, what happened when you met that person in the parking lot. You don't know if they just got like, got in a horrible fight, just got served with a lawsuit, it's been sick for three days. But if you just are not completely pleasant every second, then someone will, will speak badly of you. And those are the kind of rumors that then go around. You know, so it's like, I think it's really important that if you're at all, for anybody, they should know that they're going to be watched every second. But even just, you know, maybe that's what will make the world nicer is that everyone's being watched. Because it really is like not worth it, you know, if someone films you freaking out somewhere or whatever. Well, yeah, I guess is a way, that's a real way to look at it. But if you don't, I, I guess, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you got to, if that bottled up emotion takes place, when you snap, it's going to be epic. <laughs> yeah, I've had my moments. I've had, this, I've had some moments with friends and stuff, but not like with strangers. But one thing, wow. I mean, you kind of answered my last question. I always love asking this question to comics, musicians alike, is what have you learned about yourself during your career experiences, like a lesson that you learned and you still use to this day? I think the best lesson for people that are in this business where, you know, they're constantly having to be judged or rejected, you know, or accepted, you know, with auditioning, or, is to know that 
people want it to be you. Like when you audition for something, you go in, the casting director wants you to be the one. But I think sometimes people think, oh, this person's against me somehow, or this, um, they're not going to accept me because it, you deal with so much rejection. But that's not really true, you know? And so I think, I just think, you know, I wish I had the confidence that I have now. Like I wish I had it like, you know, 20 years ago. I'd be probably a lot further, though I'm happy where I am in life, but I'd probably be a lot, even a lot further. So, I mean, and the other advice is like, if, you know, it's going to be somebody, why not you? Like, I think sometimes people always think, well, that could, I could never do that. That could never be me. And it's like, well, why not? Why couldn't it be? And I think even more now than ever with people, you know, um, really opening up the landscape of how people can have their own businesses and have their own fan base. And it's not just based on one NBC executive deciding if you're right for TV or not. You know, I think it's a great time to for everyone to really pursue their passions. That's awesome. Um, I wish you nothing. I want to thank you. This is what we like to call uh, promote-a-thon part of the podcast. Please, everything Heather McDonald related, please push, promote, do what you got to do. The floor is yes. yours. So everything's at heathermcdonald.net. You can find my podcast, Juicy Scoop, there or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's free every Tuesday and Thursday. I also have Patreon, which is special. <laughs> Excuse me, special every um, Friday. I do a special podcast. And then, of course, I'll be in Detroit this Thursday, Chicago. Lots of dates, though, in the new year as well. And everything's at heathermcdonald.net. Heather, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time. Um, we're going to make sure we post us on our social media as well because I want you to have a few more juicy scoopers. If anything, yes. whatever that Venn diagram between my audience and your audience where a bunch of guys can look like heroes at their wife's yes. functions, great. <laughs> It, it for I nothing it. else. I mean, like, does that get you in the door? And you may learn something while you're over there. I know I did. Cool. Well, thank you so much. All right, Heather. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. I have two boys, and um, I'm talking kind of to the moms of sons here. I don't know if you guys experience this. But as a mother of sons, I have this thing, little thing I call little girl envy. And it usually happens when we're at a restaurant, and I look over at a family that has kids my son's age, but they're girls. And they're sitting there and they're coloring within the lines. And they're like, may I have some more fruit, mother, please? And that's usually when my sons have now taken the silverware and are like trying to like kill each other with it. We were at a P.F. Chang's. My son climbed over the tall booth into a stranger's booth, stole their fortune cookie, was like out in the parking lot before I knew what happened. I'm like, oh, this is a fun night. Glad we went out. So at my school, they said, we're going to do um, a seminar on how boys and girls learn differently. We've kind of figured it out, and you should come. And this guy had written a book on it, some professor, and he goes, the reason they learn differently is because the male and the female brain are built completely differently. A woman's brain is like a multi-level highway. She can do many things at once. She can multitask. And a man's brain, in contrast, is like a sad two-way street. Just don't interrupt him. Let him finish one task at a time. Write it down. Show him. Like, I was like, okay. So they're like, if you have a boy, you should sit him in the front of the class. Sunlight should stream in. He should have plenty of water. Every two hours, you have to feed him. Just every two hours, just throw some food at him. Because otherwise, his personality could change on a dime. And embrace weapon play. Because even if you give them Barbies, they will end up hitting the shit out of each other with them, okay? They will make a gun out of a chicken nugget. Just embrace it. Well, and then the final thing they said was, they said, and 99% of all men hear better in one ear, and it's usually their right ear. And um, I'm like, okay, you know, okay, that's interesting. So they, they actually retain the information if you sit next to them and talk into that ear versus looking across from them. I don't know if they get distracted by our tits or what, but, you know, every time that I've been like, look at me, it doesn't matter. So a couple days later, my husband's driving us to um, San Diego, like a nice little trip and a weekend trip. And I look over and he's driving. I'm like, oh, there's that right ear. Sunlight streaming in. He's got a thing of water. He just enjoyed a granola bar. I'm like, this could be like a great time to have like a really meaningful conversation with him. So I said, honey, I was thinking if I died and all my friends were single, which one of them would you want to marry? And some people kind of groan. And it's like, look, I know which friend of his I'd want to sleep with. We've all thought about it. It's a three-hour drive. Can we have a juicy conversation or not? I mean, come on. We don't have trust issues. Who gives a shit? Let's get, come on. 
So he says to me, he goes, Heather, if you died, I am never, ever getting married again. I'm just so fucking tired. I'm like, well, now how the hell is that a compliment? That is not a compliment, okay? And then I got kind of pissed. I'm like, oh, really? You're tired? I am the one who should be freaking tired, okay? Because my husband snores, and he doesn't just snore. He's actually been diagnosed with sleep apnea. And I know this for a fact because I don't mean to brag, but we do have health insurance. He like spent the night at the university and they came back and they're like, he has sleep apnea, which means he actually stops breathing in between the snores, which is like pretty serious. So he comes home and he gets like this apparatus that looks like he's out of the movie of Alien or something. And I'm like, okay, well good, you know, like put it on, let's, you know. And he's like, oh, fuck that shit. I'll just have another bottle of red wine and a cigar. goes around the asshole, separates the balls, and does like a dog leg jiggle. This started like two years ago. I'm like, what, did your asshole just get itchier in the marriage? Because I don't remember you doing this. He's like, I'm like, have you had a cold for a decade? Get a neti pot, what the fuck? Can't handle the clearing of the throat. So this is basically any given night that I'm about to go to sleep. I lay my head on the pillow. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck, it's starting. Fall asleep, Heather. Fall asleep. Fall asleep, you dumb bitch. Fall asleep. You got three seconds to fall asleep. Fall asleep. Oh, God. Why did you stay up late to watch the housewives? You have to fall asleep before him. You have to fall asleep before him. Oh, God. I don't want to go on the couch. I don't know where the sheets are that fit that thing and pulls out. And... God damn it. Is it wrong to take NyQuil when you don't even have a cold? Is Dr. Drew going to come to my house and be like, you know what, now you're addicted to NyQuil. You've taken it 17 days in a row. We got you a place that promises. snores, I have decided what I'm going to wear at the funeral. I'm going with a simple black wrap dress. I'm not going to go with these shoes. They're a tad garish. My husband did just die. I'm going to do it with like a simple wedge. It'll be better for the grass and the burial. And then I... I don't care what my mother says. I'm going with the pre-made deli sandwiches. I think it's weird when someone has to make their sandwich from scratch. Like, they're in mourning. It's weird. You're stuck with the Russian dressing and the yellow bread. It's in your fridge for a year, reminding you of the death. Like, I have freaking thought of everything. That was my girl, Heather McDonald. Um, nice interview. Guys, if you understand my voice and you are in the Detroit metropolitan area this Thursday, she will be at the Majestic Theater. Check it out. Look. You know what it is. We got into it in this podcast. She didn't pull my ass out of jams dealing with my wife's friends. She wrote white chicks. I mean, like, give her props. Chelsea Layla. Who wrote the white chicks? Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. You could have you came in and asked. She's a dual author. You'll never get blue balls in this town in my inappropriate life. And you catch her weekly on the Juicy School Podcast, as well as her own media, Heather McDonald on IG, Heather McDonald on Twitter, Heather McDonald Comedy on Facebook. That's my girl. That was her first time on the podcast, not her last time. Man, that was was a good interview. I learned a lot. I'm proud of you. You You know what's cool about that? You left, and you didn't hear the part that would have outed me in that Podcast, so you have to listen to. Who you say out? Oh, oh! I said, I said some. Like out you talk about the juicy, No, you talk about the juicy scoop. I guess you gonna have to listen to this interview. You know, like with the rest of the general population. You know, with the juicy scoop. That's how you you left and you put off your headphones and you did your thing. Me and BK, we was doing ours. We gotta catch up with BK because. You know the whole experience thing, why he wasn't here. You know, we don't who pro- was that? Who uh-huh. was who was that? Wow. 
You know what bothers me? Give it. That only did we talk about before, after, and during. Headphones on and all that. You just like, yeah, you did a great interview. Who was that? Jesus. Those who not under the umbrella of whatever the hell he's on. I will say this. Heather McDonald, great comedian. Um great writer. Give her props. And then on top of that, Juicy Scoop Podcast. Um, she nailed it. She said it before I got a chance. But the Juicy Scoop Podcast is kind of where she kind of came into her own. You so, yeah, like, look, Heather McDonald, that's my girl. First time on the podcast. I don't imagine it being her last. And I give her props because she, um, you know, coming back from, like, BravoCon and stuff like that, probably just getting off the plane. Really, I've, I've, I've had that trip. I don't want to talk to nobody. When I'm off the plane, I'm off the, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Talk to us, that was, I I assume, like, the car ride back, or she just got back. You're talking about literally, like, literally off a plane? Yeah. Yeah, you don't talk to nobody. I don't talk to nobody. I don't care how long the flight is. Especially when you come from a hot climate to a cold No one can hear you. What I was saying was, especially if you're coming from a hot climate to a cold climate, you really don't want to talk to nobody. Nobody. God, Wait, hold on, wait. She just went to two hot climbers. She from LA. She from LA. Bravo it's Con. not really warm in LA right now like that. Where's BravoCon? BravoCon was hey, Atlanta, right? I'm sure it's not 30 or 40. Hold on, wait. Where is BravoCon? Let's figure that Bravo out. BravoCon was in New York. Oh, well, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's... Yeah. It's, they cooler yeah. than us. Yeah. So, give her props. If you're in the Detroit metropolitan area, check her out this Thursday at the Majestic Theater. Um, we gonna get into it. We gonna have a podcast where it's me, you... And on based on a coin flip, maybe Taj could be here. Um, the just just to kind of like go over you you wasn't here. Okay, you was barely here in this podcast. Yeah, barely. So we'll get into all of that because I want to give props. You know what? There's a lot of politics we the, miss. Here's a, there's oh, a lot Lord. of stories we miss. No, there's a lot of politics. All right, first of all, no, we're not. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Politics, just regular ass news. I'm no juicy scoop, but I, I I dip my baby toe. Don't dip your baby toe in, in the in the just don't, just don't do it. Entertainment just do field. not do it. I don't do it. Don't do it. Please what? don't do it. I ain't talking about it right now. No, to, okay, okay. No, but no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm just, I'm just. No, no, no. The I'm layers, like, like, do not put a title on what it is. Whatever this is. No, no. What it is that I think you're about to do. Just don't. No, here's, here's what's going on. Okay, go this, ahead. This, I, watch this. Journalism. This is your show. Go journalism. Ahead. It's called a teaser. We will get into that. Yeah. Later. Okay. See? And then we're going to address That's that guy that changed our journalism. One-on-one on one shit at all. But I do agree. Later. Yeah. But everything about this podcast can be found at our home. At the home for everything of the Just Talk With Sam podcast. That is samshownation.com. You can hit us up. You can talk to me personally on Twitter, samshow11. Uh, just Talk With Sam, no G and talking at Gmail. Just Talk With Sam, no G and talking at Gmail.com. Just Talk With Sam, no G and talking at Facebook and Instagram. And I have to do this. I hope my man Z fix. The protocol, because I have been saying this wrong the entire time, because somebody decided to change their URL. All right, what is Act Accordingly? Is Act Accordingly podcast? But how he did it is Act According, because someone else has Act According. You know, just Google Act Accordingly with Bash and Z. Z, you off Seven Mile and Hoover. It's not hard. Act According. Podcast. There you go. Can you hear me? I hope so. Okay. I hope so. All right, look, because I have been saying the wrong thing for God knows how many weeks. Because I, he did the thing. That stuff. Like, at the cordon. I'll show you the picture. Ziad, you already know most of your listeners are black. So if you say at the cordon, hey. All right. Don't, Let's don't, meet them halfway. Don't be so punctual. Act accordingly. Podcast. Wherever podcasts can be heard. Now it's up to you, the listener, to do. Okay, you see how he wrote it, right? I'm showing you the picture. Act accordingly, podcast, right? Yeah, I see it. So how he got all of that? 
However, let me see. All of the letters. If you let me see. go to the podcast, is act according. See, and you go to the email. Act according podcast. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Come bring it back. Bring it back. Why he just do li? Look at Twitter. Look at Twitter. Take the G off. Exactly. Take the G off. Let me see. You you see you see how no no, give it to her give it to her you see how like I've been saying it Ziad but niggas and hamongs and you and bash what's the problem act according look 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 how it changed look how it changed act accordingly okay wait 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 keep going go down to right there right there no no Instagram act accordingly podcast no no right there act act according yeah. Why you just why you just do the L I or L Y Y? L Y Y. Yeah, do L Y Y because so you would still have your Y. That's making our school look bad. All right, just first, of all, first of all, we try <laughs> act quality podcast. We have a podcast can't be heard. If you can't do that, listen to my good friend Heather McDonald that Juicy Scoop, the Juicy Scoop podcast. You know how she got Juicy Scoop? She just wrote Juicy Scoop, and that was a podcast. That was it. SamShowNation.com. It's not hard. God, making it hard on the Z. Either way, that's my good friend. I you want your proper enunciation. I know, ain't that a... Guys, check out my good friend, Heather McDonald. As for everyone else, if you're not in the Detroit metropolitan area, be there Thursday the 21st. If you're not, if you're not there, we will see you guys next week. Peace out. Bye, y'all.